As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. I can change, and you can change. Everybody can change. And welcome to another edition of your next favorite movie podcast. Goodness, I'm messing up here. Back to one. We're cutting back to one. (laughs) As they say in the industry. And welcome back to another your favorite. You next, fucked it up I know. I you see you got me already. already. Got twice. Me twice. I want you just to keep all this in. I, I know. That's okay. You got and welcome try. to another episode of your next favorite movie podcast. I'm your guest for the evening, Alan, and joined by always, we're with Chris and Chad, and today we are talking about the menu. Is that gonna fit everyone? Yeah, easily. Twelve customers total. How do they turn a profit? Twelve fifty a head. That's how. What are we eating? A Rolex? It's one of his classics. You have to try the mouthfeel of the mignonette. Please don't say mouthfeel. Tonight will be madness. Welcome. We'll endeavor to make your evening as pleasant as possible. Welcome to Hawthorne. Here we are family. We harvest, we ferment, we gel. They gel. We gel. He's not just a chef, he's a storyteller. The game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is gonna be. You won't know till the end. Who are you? I am Margo. Why do you care? I have to know if you're with us or with them. This menu. The pictures, they're of us. This guest list. How do they get these? It's not good. This entire evening. Jesus Christ. This is just theater. It's stagecraft. We're leaving now. Has been painstakingly planned. This is real, isn't it? What the hell is going on? We now offer you a 45-second head start. (laughs) Okay. 45 seconds starts now. This is what you're paying for. Get out of my way. It's all part of the menu. It's okay. No, we're gonna die today. Yes, we are. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. You told him it was my birthday? Seemed funny about three hours ago. See, boom! That, look at that. I know. He nailed <laughs> he's, he's it. He nailed it. Job. He's he nailed it. I've done this enough with thank you guys. We're keeping that. We're keeping that. We're keeping that. Thank you for that uh, marvelous introduction. There we go. Yes. Marvelous introduction. Oh yeah, just like how the uh, the food is presented and the introduction for the menu. So <laughs> it's kind go. of like it's it only the first course. Oh man, and we, have, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, gentlemen. We do, we do. Yes. But before we get into the menu, uh, Alan, yes, will you introduce yourself? Uh, well, you've already, did, but I mean, you know, tell us like what is again, it you who are you? Do, you yeah. know, um, for people that may not know. So Alice in Wonderland, right? Who are you? 
you, you guys should we, we should clip that next time just throw that, <laughs> throw that clip in there um so yeah my name is alan dunford i am the co-writer and creator of grandma chainsaw and pocus hocus uh we call our little collective group top hat studios just for these uh weird comic book stories that we all try to put together and just just have have fun telling um we we usually lean into the uh the darker horror side but we also like to throw in our our own brand i guess of of dark comedy and everything and just uh, again we, we just try to have fun and just just make just weird stuff uh as a filming of this we currently have a campaign running right now on kickstarter uh i feel like we always do and this one is grandma chainsaw number two yeah that yay and that one is a slasher <laughs> horror comedy series uh it pretty much does what it says on the label it's about a grandma with a chainsaw <laughs> and um just a wild cast of characters uh yeah so you guys have had a chance to read it and uh we we hope that it at least uh delivered some uh for what you were expecting oh yeah no the, the first issue was amazing like uh uh it, i'll chat and i'll stop lying <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretend i'm not in the room yeah. <laughs> no no it was great because like you know, like you go into it and it starts off and you think that it's just kind of like this sort of straightforward. Yes. You know, yeah. um, like horror slasher type thing. But then like it just takes such a left turn. Right. And it is totally unexpected and becomes something completely different. I'm not going to ruin it for nobody. No, but it is but completely twisted. Like in the good sense the way with the story, because you, you, like you said, it, when you kind of lay out the like, Oh, it's a, you know, old lady with a chainsaw. Like you sit there and think, Oh, that's what the story's going to be. Okay, but really cool. there's just, there's no, there's <laughs> way, there's way, way yeah. more to it. It's like a, there's peeling back and there's a lot down. more to come as we, yeah, as and, we can tell. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think that was the genius part of, of, of yeah. reading that first issue because it, I mean, cause I mean, I went in, you know, you kind of told me a little bit about it, but you know, you you didn't tell us like what happened. So like, right. it was such a nice surprise to, you yeah. know, uh, to 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 take that harsh turn there. Um, but yeah, it's so good. So I mean, I highly recommend uh, if you're listening to this to back this campaign, read the first issue, read this new issue that's coming out because I'm I know for sure that this second issue is going to be. And you what, Chaz? And you what now recommend this? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. You just know. said it. You blank recommend this. I fucking recommend it. There we go. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, I like that review. All right, we're using that. Highly recommend. Highly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to get you to do. I don't know. Good Lord. Fucking We're read. supposed that's to be a I'm good saying. duo here, and you can't keep yeah. up Well, I don't know what comes out of my mouth sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, introducing uh, okay. So there's Chad here, as you guys know. And yeah. <laughs> he's he's my twisted brother and sure. the other half of my twisted sister, I guess. And then me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me, Chris, who well, we, we just share co-hosting duties on this show. Yep. And what would Satan say? So anyway, <laughs> um back to what we're doing we're talking about the menu so this one yes. came out in what 20 was it 2021 or hang on let me look I it up real quick. 2022 now. is the release date for it 
but okay. I, I felt it felt like it was one of those like that was supposed to come out in 2021 probably um and then it hit 2022 but okay. regardless yeah um i thoroughly enjoyed it a, a lot yeah so um can you uh just give us like a quick uh like a synopsis. brief synopsis of the film yeah um this is one of those movies that also kind of subverted expectation right um in a sense with we were just talking about grandma chainsaw like whenever we were running the circuit and selling issue one we felt like we didn't want to say too too much because we wanted people to be surprised about you know the the finished product and everything so you know we always talk about how we felt like we undersold the first issue and the same thing is with the menu so what the menu is uh on the surface it's just about a couple that goes to kind of this like remote restaurant uh, on a, on a small private island, and they are served a fine course meal that eventually just turns into utter chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny too because watching the trailer for this thing, um, I thought it was going to be about cannibalism. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Me yeah, too. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I like, just thought so it was going to be a tearjerker drama. Wow. Yeah, did you really? <laughs> that's that's, really that's, that's what I picked up from it. Yeah, because um, it was funny though. Because watching this thing, like you, because uh, I remember laying in bed, and uh, I was just flipping through stuff, and I was like, "Well, uh, you know, I, I want something new to watch." And then I saw that, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, that looks okay. That looks fun." And mm-hmm. then um, I watched it, and then just totally blown away by the thing. It was actually uh, it's my favorite movie of 2022. Nice, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's. Uh... You know, now if I remember right, you and Josh saw this not long ago too, right? Like, Josh, was it you guys that were texting back and forth for a moment about it? If I remember correctly, was it me and Josh? I, I thought remember. it was because I think it was you and Josh, and both of you guys said it liked it. And of course, it was like, Chris, you got to see this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It was in our little group chat. Yeah, sorry, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember chats with people. Jeez, but... chat, putting me on the spot to make you look bad. Thank you, appreciate it. No, you're like, I don't remember. I have goldfish memory. But no, no, it, it was so good. Um, I remember uh, a coworker actually telling me about it. And um, he was like, yeah, yeah, you really need to see this movie. I was like, well, you know, cannibalism, blah, blah. He's like, just watch the fucking movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, Again, you that. think you have it figured out, right? Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, the thing I really liked about this movie, too, was that, um, you know, like, it sort of reminded me a little bit of, like, um, Midsummer, where it had sort of like that cult mm-hmm. um, yeah. atmosphere to it, you know? Yeah. Which begs the question, if you had a cult, what kind of cult would it be, Chris? What kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of flock would you uh, lead Mm. Think about this too, Alan. What kind of cult would you leave? Oh, I've already thought about this. Like months oh, ago. Look at that. Look at that. He's fantastic <laughs> about this already. I love it. I love it. I mean, I don't know. The only thing I can come up right now is like maybe something super gay. Your cult is super gay. Because yeah, we're, we're then, already a cult yeah. as it is. I mean, yeah. God, could you imagine that? Yeah, it's just yeah. like, what's your cult? Well, we're super gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why not? Yeah. Be gay, do um, crimes. That's the, that's the motto. I think well, according cult, to some people, we're already sinful enough as it is. So, I mean, I mean, I, I think my cult would just I'm sorry, go ahead, center, yeah, would just center around uh, food. And, there we go. Uh, yeah, food and cats. Okay, yeah, cats. <laughs> yeah, felines and gluttony. I love it. So uh, this is a little bit behind the scenes. I got a text from Chad, and uh, he asked me if I were a serial killer. 
uh, what trophy would I take from, you from my victims? Had to, oh my god. And um, I, after thinking about it for probably three seconds, uh, I would take their cat. So could you imagine, like, like you know, de- detectives are like, you know, we can't we can't find out who's killing all these people. And then it's just me with like a thousand cats, right? Man, like, I don't know who's doing it either. Crazy man. That's a lot of litter boxes. Yeah. You have to have a couple of dogs to eat the cat shit. They just yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Balance out. It's harmony, right? Um, or at least okay, some well, dung beetles or something. Well, Chad, what, what's your cult? Uh, my cult. Oh, that, that's a good question. Oh, so you ask us, but you can't think of the answer for you? No, because I'm not that interesting of a person, you see. It's um, a library cult. <laughs> <laughs> we read a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, what kind of cult would I... Um, hmm, that's a good one. Um, man. Uh, it would probably... It would probably be... Uh, hmm. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I can't believe you're stuck on this. I'm stuck on this. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. How about the cult of beards? Beards? Uh, yeah. I don't really have that that fancy of a beard though. I would. That's okay though. They're, you can put all kinds of beards in there though. Yeah. Which that yeah, sounds like. E- sounds like a... It's it's an <laughs> equal opportunity <laughs> growing. What is it? <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like a um you know like a you know like really a, the gay thing really you know? like, really really hang on a beard. <laughs> You're, are you the beard? Yes. Oh my god. Beard gosh. in the gay. <laughs> That's basically community. like you're the woman being a beard, like a cover. Or, there you go. A cover. You know, there we go. That's yeah. For a gay man. That's how it was. Okay. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, a beard is a companion. A yes. beard is an American slang term describing a person who is used knowingly or unknowingly as a date, romantic partner, mm-hmm. boyfriend, or girlfriend or spouse to conceal the identity or conceal one's sexual orientation. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about the, have the, have the, the beard. That's what you had to go with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we're talking about the menu. <laughs> we're talking about the menu <laughs> and the fact that it has a cult-like atmosphere because. Yeah. You know the thing—it's crazy because you know you have this this guy Ray Fines, who uh, is a superstar chef in the world. Everybody knows. You know, I guess he's kind of like everybody a, knows his know, name. He's like an Anthony Bourdain kind of, you know, right. weirdly kind of, you know, or um, like a Gordon Ramsay. There you go, Gordon Ramsay. There, mm-hmm. that's a good one. That, yeah, that's a probably better example. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, you know, he has this like very loyal following of like sous chefs and you know servers and and people that cultivate the food off the island and everything yeah everything's really super fresh and like literally these people <laughs> will die for this man and for what yeah that's, yeah that's my you know so i mean only you know that's that's you'd have to have that sort of like you know uh, well charlie manson it's interesting because then the you know all those shelves they live together in one bunker basically you know Ugh. but meanwhile while the chef lives in a lodge to in himself a fucking and... lodge to himself the yeah. bastard so, and that's yeah. usually the way it goes. And then all day for them, it's all day it's cooking and farming and all mm-hmm. that stuff too. So, because mm-hmm. I remember uh, that, see the woman that played Elsa, that was Hong Hong Chow, right? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, God, she was I also remember. in Everything Everywhere. Was it her? Because I know like she was also in the mm-hmm. whale. That's what I just remember. Oh, the whale. Sorry, the sorry. Whale. Yeah, I get it. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, covered, she was yeah, amazing. She played the that. helper. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and she was just good in this film too. So I was like, man, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like really first time discovering her. And I'm like, she is so good. She's a good actress. Yeah, yeah she's incredible. Um, yeah. But yeah, she was talking about how all of them live together and how they're basically all focused mm-hmm. um, with doing this job from 
morning till night. So mm-hmm. you definitely get the idea that things are very strict and that also something's a little weird or off key. Right. Yeah. You, you just get that, like there's that tension the whole time you're watching this thing. Yes. Um, and God, I don't even know where to begin. Like, um, <laughs> because the, the movie kind of captures all these characters so perfectly and I'm not a, a bit, I think I'm just kind of jaded on the topic mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not like super big on the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the satire pieces, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, because I, I feel like it's overdone so much. And I feel like um, even if I do agree with what the satire is trying to, to portray, I, I think a lot of times it's just one of those, like the world's just crappy enough as it is. Right. Yeah. And, and you see this, and you're just like, Oh, I just want to, I just want to break from reality. I, I don't want to yeah. have to know about any, any of this stuff anymore. Um, but this movie, how it did, it was so smart. And it, I was, I was in it the whole time. Yeah. I, I thought like at first it was going to be, I don't know, maybe kind of generic. I guess you'd say mm-hmm. probably when it was starting, cause I'm sitting there going, okay, so the characters are affluent characters who can afford this ex- super dining experience. They're all either some sort of critics or somehow involved with the history of this restaurant. Right. Um, and except for, of course, this one girl, which yeah. she just kind of was not part of the plans, according to the chef. So, um, I, you just kind of, and then it's just kind of going just regular. Cause then you're really hearing more so of like, well, these these characters who kind of act like the personalities. I think that we've seen on TV as well, or even in reality shows where they have a lot of this money, and it's just like, I know better that this is blah 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 blah. You know, yeah. or that this has an interesting taste and a little hint of this and a hint of that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm glad that as it like each course came along, then there was something more, like something kept adding up more. Yes. More of a twist, I guess you say. Yeah, um, it was just, again, fantastic start to finish. Um, so one of my favorite parts about it was actually the uh, it was the food critic and the writer. Um because it was so funny their relationship because um he just agreed with everything she said yes and i watched yeah, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> i was in there like um because i forget the actress who played her uh lillian bloom that's right uh who played her but i was like she seemed to play that role as like this critic or whoever in that she knows she's a big name. She can make mm-hmm. either a star out of you or make you crash or whatever. Um, and like she Miranda just Hillard or whatever her name is not Miranda Hillard, but <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, what's her face from oh, Wars Prada? No, kind of, but not quite that dismissive. But you know, she's wow. very like uppity, I guess you could say. Um, but the actress did an amazing job. Yeah, she played a good job with that character. So I was definitely. We were not out of many of the characters. I was kind of invested with her character, <laughs> with the exception, of course, of the the lead female character. Because yeah, she that did was cool. Yeah. Anna Taylor with her. was incredible. In yes, movie. she looks so different yep. with red hair. I was like, wait, is that her? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was nice. It, it was a good um, it was a good film. I, I think that obviously this is a film i think for anybody who's ever been in the food industry or customer service retail or whatever 
I think this yeah. is a movie for you because um, I think in many ways this is how what we all think when we have to deal with <laughs> beautiful like pretentious people revenge. yeah because <laughs> i mean there are <laughs> i mean how many of the horror stories that we meet where a customer comes in and they're just so damn pretentious or entitled mm. oh my and, god yeah you know need to be babied there. or whatever yeah and they think that do you know who i am well you know yeah. can i talk to your manager do you, do you, know? you know how much money i spend here exactly yeah um because i loved when like for example there was the the course without the bread and so oh, the three guys <laughs> so were sitting right. there talking about hey can we get some bread and so elsa you know she comes and she's like and she does the thing that we all want to do to customers in this moment where we tell them what the rules are right mm-hmm. no you cannot have any and they're yeah. just like well i don't want to pull this i'm like yeah the fuck you do do you know who i am and (laughs) she's like yes i do know who you are and i just like that she was like no you're not getting any so i i don't know i just love that that, yeah sometimes the customers need to know that no is no yeah i know right um and it was sorry i can go on a rant about that stuff no and that's but you're right though like everything that you're saying is correct and it's just funny though to like just think about especially how the movie was structured um because the whole thing is is set up so perfectly just like how the the main courses in the movie were supposed to be set up mm-hmm. and i'm trying to remember did the angel investor scene come first was um, that was that our first oh, death it, yes it was mm-hmm. yeah. okay so at that moment that's when you knew it was that right. uh oh man i think it, that was the guy that even the three the three other guys were working for. I think that was also their boss. Okay. If I remember correctly, I think that was the same guy and the same guy who also apparently uh, teamed up with the chef to make that restaurant possible and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Because like that whole segment was awesome within itself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like it was just really cool to see how they structured that and put all that together because I didn't expect that to happen. Just like, I mean, just like the movie, I didn't expect anything that happened in that movie. And I was, it was funny because I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time watching this thing, right? Not knowing really what to expect next. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was, I was the same way too. The most poignant scene for me was the, the sous chef that he was like, you want to be like me? You want to have my life? But you'll never be great. Yeah. And the guy just shoots himself. I'm like, man. Yeah, what was funny is i was cracking up because the whole time he's talking they're setting up this tarp behind him yeah and i'm just like oh no like you know what's about I, to happen yeah i'm you sitting going like oh something bad's going on something bad i thought like maybe um, he was going to slice his throat or whatever like something really grisly yeah yeah, yeah so i'm just, just watching that down, yeah you know uh but then like nicholas holt Right, that's his name. Yeah, like you know, they, you know, he's like, like super fan. He's the fanboy. Yes, mm-hmm. he's like, get in there and make us something. He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> he like just goes off to hang himself. And, you know, that's where I take. That's another thing I want to actually say was I thought was interesting is that you either you have those customers as well who who will sit there and say, a monkey can do your job, mm, right? right? Mm-hmm. So this was like in some way in my opinion, I felt like a little metaphorical saying like, Oh, so you think you can do the job? You think you can handle it? Let's see you do it. And then here you are put on the spot. 
And you, it turns out he fucking couldn't do it. I love it. Right. And I thought that was, that was fantastic just because, um, I mean, obviously many reasons, but I, I think where that scene like truly shine was because the guy thought of himself as a food critic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and everyone was, thinks they yeah. are. Yeah. We, I right. mean, like, and, and fans here probably we were just talking about Drag Race earlier and how many of that base <laughs> can sit there and say that, oh, I can judge this and this and this. But you know what? They never they've never been there. They don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Right. They, yeah. They've never been in that situation or in those girls shoes. Right? Yeah. I mean, I just um, couldn't talk. That would be my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I can do Chad. this. I feel like I just wouldn't be able to move. I was, I'd be yeah. afraid to breathe. Like, yep. <laughs> Try wearing well, a corset. Well, we'll just take <laughs> some too. pointers from Trinity the Tuck. But that's a whole other <laughs> That's a whole other episode. Um, yes. So, but yeah, like, um, it, it was cool that they threw in a food critic. Yes. In all of that. I, yep. I loved, loved, loved that part. Um, and especially like, you know, he wasn't supposed to have his phone out and yet he still did take it exactly uh, exactly like stu- stuff like looking that at because... all of you people that go to the fucking movie theaters and do that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're airing out our grievances today we um, really are this that's the thing about this movie that did it for me yeah. is i i just kind of felt like oh i'm relating this to a lot of experiences mm-hmm. and i just kind of felt like i related to the chef and then to the workers uh because all the other characters I I did not care for. I mean, it was just like, well, you know, sucks you, to be you. Your asshole's yeah. kind of brought it on yourself. Um, so one of the the, the twists in the movie, um, and I guess we can go ahead and start talking about that part. Like, oh, yeah. is is that uh, Anna Taylor Joy's character Margot? Yes. Um, she was not supposed to be there because our food critic was supposed to um come a come with someone else right that's right mm-hmm. um so the chef had a hard time kind of like preparing for her which was good because it was funny because she was the most down-to-earth one mm-hmm. which is what really finally broke the cycle for her and saved herself yeah. ultimately um but and it she was wasn't just eating really, the food either right which different from everyone else right and um you know it's it's obviously a be grateful metaphor right mm-hmm. because when he asked the one rich couple and he, he just looked at him and said, name one thing that you've eaten here. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you guys been there like 11 times and you can't remember the one thing. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Name one thing that you guys have eaten from here. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's awkward. Yeah. Right. So I, and again, it's just kind of the lends itself well to the genius of the whole thing. Yeah. See, right? next time you're on one of those like other podcast shows where we're talking about comics and they're talking about your comedy, like name one character. Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny though, because what we, what I do is cause I never want anyone to ever be put on the spot. I, I do ask them before we go and record. Um, I ask if they've read it. Um, and oh, how far they should pull a curveball on at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> just at least one time. Just, throw that. just be a total <laughs> jerk about it. <laughs> but like, yeah, because well, I, <laughs> I, I never want to catch anyone off guard for any reason. And I, I never want anyone to feel obligated like they had to read it. Right. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I always just, I always double check with them first and just like, Hey, did you guys have a chance to read it? If not totally fine. Just so I know what questions to stray away from. No, that's completely yeah. understandable because total what, one of my pet peeves actually sometimes is like when you watch 
some of the uh, say like you're watching some of the celebrity interviews on TV or whatever, and then it's pretty obvious that the interviewer did not do their homework or they don't know. Oh, they didn't at least have the an history. Intern do yeah. the research for them. You know, I, I sit there and I'm like, uh, for example, I, this was a while back, like when the Halloween 2018 movie was coming out, and then mm-hmm. there was a guy from Entertainment Tonight or whatever I think who was interviewing Jamie Lee Curtis. He got her movie mixed up with Friday the Thirteenth oh, with yeah. Jason, calling Michael, <laughs> Michael Jason. Jason. And she's sitting there, she's like, "Wrong movie, sweetheart." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, that's cringy." <laughs> So I was like, man, see, that's why you do your homework before. Right. Like, at least know the basics. That, yeah. Then you can branch off from that. Mm-hmm. No, but that was yeah. great. I mean, because I think, um, you know, like, uh, you know, talking about An- Anya Taylor-Joy's character, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, like, I find that just, like, the casual, like, v- like for instance, like, a casual movie viewer or, like, a casual reader or something like that, usually sometimes make the best critics because you know they're they're not clouded by the, the yeah the they're, pageantry they're not thinking of the, the ego and stuff of it all yeah. or anything like that you know so that's something i learned about well and then the other thing her character apparently was shit. in food service yeah if i remember correctly her yeah. character was in food service before because she made up an identity margo was not her real identity right. right well she was also a call girl too so. yes yes yeah. <laughs> and so which by the way we fully support um, yeah. that line of work oh, around yeah. here yeah you that's know. why I didn't earn say, your coin uh, that's all I'm saying yeah that, that's why I didn't uh, yes, go mama. with some of the harsher terms that uh, a lot of closed minded people like to say yes. but yeah. Yes. yeah good point good point <laughs> but I the yeah, there, I guess there was a couple of things I kind of got confused about believe it or not I thought one they were leading her character as if maybe possibly having a eating disorder uh, oh yeah okay yeah i can see that i can see that yeah. i thought that was one thing that was going to happen and then the other thing was um so when she got into it and spoilers everyone but when she got into chef's lodge at first and it looked like the whole area was designed after the restaurant and i'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking like what happened like is this a different multiverse thing that's about to happen yeah. or whatever because she's sitting there like what the fuck you know what i'm saying like, what's what's different it just looks the same but anyway, as she goes on, and then she finds like those pictures of him, mm-hmm. especially from his early days as a cook, and he's cooking the burger. I guess I'm kind of confused by like towards the end where she was like, "No, I don't want your food. I want a good burger, a good cheeseburger." Well, because well, so, so like, she saw was that just because day. that was his happy day. Yeah. Is that what yes. it is? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's the only time he was happy. Was okay. because odds are, you know, like whenever he's doing. Uh, the direction of the movie and how it was, how it went and played out uh, was that naturally whenever he first started and was cooking cheeseburgers, um, you know, you, you have everyday life people there and they're appreciative of what they have. And they, they probably were so appreciative of the food that he was making. And it probably was the best burger they ever had, even when mm-hmm. he was just on the grill. Right. right? Um, and that was when he was happiest because people probably genuinely appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And he knew that. Um, and then she saw that in the picture. So that's why she said, Hey, I'll, I'll just have a burger. And then that's what brought him back. And it was really cool with her looking at him and saying, um, I'll have it to go. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, you can see and, like, and, he, he yeah. actually made the burger himself and you could tell he was happy making it. Yeah. I saw him smiling. Yeah. And so I was yeah, like, cause I, he didn't I, I make any of the other food. food. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I could see like, it didn't like, maybe she, I, I guess I kind of got confused by like, what was she kind of trying to get to but i guess it what it did is it brought back to his happy place so to me it was just a little 
slightly confusing, but I saw like the smiles on his face as he was mm-hmm. cooking. Um, but I was like, I'm surprised he let her go because I, I was thinking that there was going to be like a little bit more. Yeah. Like it was going to be a little bit more tougher than that, I guess. Right. But it makes sense. And then I thought it was really cool where uh, Judith Light, who's an, who's an amazing actress as well, who's in this movie, um, gave that hand signal of like, no, no, go yeah, on. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It kind of showed a little moment of. Yeah, go ahead and live your life. It's from her. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then we do have to also note that our food critic and the escorts date that we were talking about, yeah. he knew that they were going to die, yeah. which yeah. is just another one of those, yeah. like, big twists right there. <laughs> of course, of course he knew. And he was still all about it and still trying to enjoy it because um, I even love some of the parts where they're like, he's a genius. And it's just like some of the most <laughs> mundane stuff. Yeah, it right? is. Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. bread stuff, whenever he just served paste. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you get no bread, and yeah. and oh man, those three guys when they were making a big deal out of that, I was you like, know, though, I have to say though, on, I'd be mad too. I'd be like, give me the fucking bread, like, yeah, <laughs> get get to me. Well, and I get where the lesson's coming from. He's just basically showing them like you already have too much. You know, you obviously can afford to come to this restaurant for a big experience, yeah. uh, but yet you could still sit here and. Criticize. criticize it yeah. because that's all you it's can do now it's still you. not enough yeah, yeah. so right. when is enough for you and him bringing back like say uh, childhood memories even though it was a pretty dark memory he brought up <laughs> yeah uh you know you can tell like a lot of those people i think forgot their own humble beginnings uh yeah. so 100 oh, yeah they forgot you know, he was, he was showing the jenny lessons the to them yeah exactly they <laughs> yeah. were definitely no jenny from the block anymore yeah they were definitely fooled by all the rocks that they <laughs> <laughs> yes alan you got alan, it, you got it. <laughs> but man what uh, i don't know it, it just made me relate to a lot of experiences honestly with customer service because mm-hmm. that's what I've done for most of my life. So I was like, I could yeah. see, I see these people and the customers I've interacted with. And, uh, I was like, finally a movie for me where these customers get what they should be getting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other thing too, that I didn't expect with this movie is for it to be as funny as it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought the movie was hysterical. Yeah, um, definitely a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, to to the opposite degree, and again, didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my favorite part was whenever uh, I think it's getting toward the end, and um, he looks at the the girl that is with um John Leguizamo's character. Oh, I think I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, yes. he's just I, I think he's too. Just, He's oh, just credited man. as the movie star. And, you know, she's trying to figure out why this is happening and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And um, he's like, let me guess, you went to Ivy League school? She's like, I went to Brown. And then he's like, student loans? And she said, no. And he said, I'm sorry, my dear, but you're dying tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I like, giggled at that one. I was like, yeah. Ah, yes. That was my favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> student loans? No. And then her sorry, face. Dear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that absolutely, mm-hmm. like, wrecked me um but no again just oh, and i love too movie. when he let the guys get that 45 second thing oh and then the escape. guy just immediately starts running and he's like okay yeah yeah <laughs> and then i like where the old man was like i'll he starts trying to run but you know at that point he had his finger mm-hmm. cut off at one point yeah so he's in there trying he's like i'll send help and he's just running and, I'm just, and as he's like kind of slowly running i'm like 
yeah, he ain't gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, he's not gonna make it. Um, it's actually funny. Yeah, because like, um, you know, how the movie's set up, no one dies until the end. Yeah. The, uh, the, no one of our, um, I guess the people who are eating the guests die yeah. until the end. Yes. Um, but do we want to go ahead and talk about the ending? Sure, yeah, sure. Let's go oh, into okay. it. Oh, oh my god. Um, s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> and again. Uh, I was talking about this with Will. I don't like movies that end this way uh, in a fiery explosion because I feel mm. like sometimes fiery explosions um, are a I don't know what to do situation. Yes, yes, yeah. And how this one ended? Oh my God! There's it's a there could not have been a more perfect way <laughs> where he dresses all of them up like s'mores. <laughs> And blows the building that up. That was funny to me. I'm sorry. So all the chocolate and everything melts in them, and they yeah. die. Yeah. And they even had like the the um, marshmallow vest. Yeah. That yeah. I thought was hilarious. Like, yeah, they all had chocolate oh, crowns and marshmallow vests. Yes. Like, what a genius ending. God, I loved it. Oh man, yeah, it was it was amazing. And then I, it's just that know, excellent shot. And oh, for a, a film like that too, the way that it did, and I, I thought it was like fire at ending, everyone dies. I, even I kind of debated about that for a moment too, where I was like, "Am I satisfied with this, or am I not satisfied?" Not, is it feeling, not enough for you, Chris? No, is it not enough. Exactly. Is this so easy? That, that was my uh, that was my food moment. critic. Yeah. Do that, you need yeah. a second course, Chris? <laughs> uh, maybe a twenty third course. Um, yeah. <laughs> But like, I get honestly, reference. there, there you go. go. Yes. There go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but in all honesty, I thought, okay, actually, for this film, it makes it makes a lot of sense. I mean, mm-hmm. food, fire, cooking, s'mores, fire, of course, you know that kind of thing. So gastos, it just wow. yeah, it yeah. it made sense, and I think, and then he right. made his artistic masterpiece at the end, and which. I thought that was pretty funny where they laid out all the stuff on the floor and on the tables. Yeah. And so when you had that wide shot from above and you saw the design, yeah. I thought it was like, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the, the scene from her on the boat or the shot. Yeah. She's out in the water was just, it was just such a good way to end. And then the she thing, gets but... the burger. She eats the burger after yeah, it explodes. The burger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd have the stomach to eat anything after that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> It'll, it, well, I think you would. I just think like it would hit you like when you're like eating a slice of pizza at Sabaro one day, you know, like two months there later. There you go. It's just like, oh, God. Well, and then she said she hadn't eaten all day either and all that stuff too. Yeah. So, so she probably yeah, was really famished after yeah. that. You gotta, yeah. yeah. Something. But for real though, like how everything in that movie played out, I just, I absolutely loved it. it again, it, it was my favorite movie of 2022 um i i thought it hit all the high notes i thought the comedy was on point i i genuinely feel like it got snubbed at the oscars uh for at least best script or screenplay right like yeah. it was just it's so good like yeah. the writing was just perfect mm-hmm. in that i movie. think yeah i think it's going to be one of those movies that would be it's probably just over time going to be more appreciated mm-hmm. and it sort of just went under the radar I think when it right. came out, because for me, even I don't remember really hearing anything about it when it first came I don't out. Either. Yeah. So I don't remember a lot of promotion for it or anything. Um, but I think it's one of those things that people were going to over time discover, which is really going to be the, 
the uh, test of time for this movie. Um, yeah. And I think it'll find a bigger audience as well. But in the meantime, at least here with anybody listening, go see it if you haven't seen it. You can also watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's I, I bought it on Vudu, not knowing that it was on HBO Max. But I still, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm still happy that I supported it, though. Absolutely. I have a question, yeah. though. Are you are you a digital uh, person or are you physical media? You look like a physical um, media guy. I see all those comic books in your back. Yeah, right? so I used, I used to be heavy physical. Um, mm-hmm. So I like having uh, books and, com- you know, comic books, whatever you want to look at it. I love having that mm-hmm. as a physical. Um, but the way that technology is moving and progressing, mm-hmm. having digital for my film and television is mm-hmm. way easier on me. Um, but I, I will go out of my way. Yeah. I will go out of my way to, uh, if there's a movie that I like love, I'll buy it on Blu-ray. Like I own every edition of Lord of the Rings that, the, that they've ever made. Right. Like, um, wow. yeah. So no, I, I feel you. nerd, yeah. nerd, nerd, nerd. Um, yeah. Cause no, like, those um, are great movies though. Amazing. Films. Yeah. The, oh, I could, I could talk forever about Lord of the Rings. So if we ever did a Lord of the Rings trilogy episode. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, we're going to do it. Dude. We're going to have to talk be. about the extended editions. Oh, God. Yeah. That's all I have. Uh, you realize how long buckle, that will be? Buckle up, bitches. Because we would be. <laughs> I, yeah. Now, I have to um, admit, I've never read any of the books. I remember reading The Hobbit in high school, and I fell okay. asleep several times trying to read it. Same. But that was mainly because our teacher played the audiobook, and we had to read along with the audiobook, which, like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, I I consume it all. I, uh, I even <laughs> bought like like tales of the Rohirrim, like uh, all the the new books that come out, all the Christopher Tolkien adaptations. Like I, nice. I'm in it. Uh, yeah. So we'll, yeah, we can so have a, only, a, a very long have, discussion. Not only is he a big fan of grandmas with chainsaw, <laughs> he's also a big fan of twisted birthday crazy menus, birthday magicians, you know, birthday magicians. <laughs> that's right. Uh, magical demon bunnies. Magical yep. and um, uh, skinning serial killers. Yes, and so oh, now yeah. we also find out he's a big Tolkien guy. And he's a big Tolkien yep. guy. I mean, yeah, I have tiny. a. Uh, <laughs> I actually have a. Uh, I have a uh, Sauron tattoo on my leg. What? <laughs> so, what? Is it yeah. this giant eyeball? No, um, it's it's literally it's Sauron. I'll, I'll text you a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> It's a boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, back to the menu. Um, Alan, yep. <laughs> when, did you, when did you first uh, see this film? I think that's the next question on our list. Yeah. When did you first see this film? Um, probably like two, I guess two months ago. Like as soon as it hit streaming services, which is what, yeah, two or three months ago, right? Yeah. Probably, Ish, yeah. yeah. Sound about yeah. right. Yeah, because I think I watched it back in probably about know, the same, same time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for me, um, of course, today was the first time I saw it. Yeah. yeah. And what about this movie? I mean, I know you kind of already hit on it, but like, mm-hmm. is there like a specific thing that you just kind of like, well, I mean, you're a writer, but like, was there a certain thing about the movie that you're just like, man, like, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Can I say something though? Uh, yeah. I will say, I feel like this movie, the story is something that I could see Alan and Will have wrote. <laughs> we, like, we've talked me, about that. Like, yeah. This feels like their yeah, style. It feels like an Alan and Will story. It does. Yeah, because after we finished it, I said, Will, the only thing I'm really upset about is that we'll never write anything this good. Um, <laughs> that's so, not that. true. That's yeah. not true. Coming. I yes. know it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's coming. So my, my favorite thing about the movie, and they they 
they do it really well because a lot of these movies are hard to pull off with a because the movie really it only takes place in one setting it does mm-hmm. yeah um and a good movie distracts you from that because of how it's filmed and shot um when they transition over to the kitchen it feels like you're in a different world yeah, sure, uh, yeah. when they're cooking and then it transfers back to the dining room um but really they they take place three feet from each other mm-hmm. um so that already to me just does it in i i'm a sucker for like a, a good character drama and mm-hmm. this one somehow yes. delivered that yes. as well with very minimal knowledge and backstory on any of the characters yeah it it, it said so much with so little you know like the only thing you get from some of these people and you understand who they are is just on the the three it's a tacos right yeah well yeah, it's okay. yeah so that, the three that was brilliant there i yeah. think oh my <laughs> god yeah genius right pictures and, on tacos and articles yeah i was like holy yeah. crap but that's like how personalized you, to each person the, yeah. it was yeah. and it was like that's how you know more about this character yeah and it was just yeah. quick something like that yeah so yeah you have a three minute boat ride that kind of just establishes who they are mm-hmm. and then the taco tuesday that, yeah. that thing happened, right yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god it was just, it's genius yeah it was just so perfect but no i i recommend this movie to to anyone that just want something a little bit different and that is also a social satire but it's not so heavy-handed yeah of a social satire like yeah if you i mean granted you know it's this is the purpose of this podcast is to ultimately make a make a mountain out of an anthill right because you want to take a deep dive into this movie and you want to try to like uncover everything and of course yeah with this movie if the the more we we dig into it we could find the balrog at the bottom and be like ah see this thing was a huge (laughs) social satire all along and blah 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 but really it's just like it's there if you want it to be yeah 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 yeah, i totally agree with you because i hate movies that sort of like feel like they have to explain Mm -hmm. everything to you you know and it's like okay i don't don't need you it it, it became popular (laughs) Uh, yeah. for for a little while and I, and I think obviously like covid had a lot to do with that mm-hmm. and how people handled it on on both sides of the fence right mm-hmm. like um I, I remember i watched the movie the hunt mm-hmm. um, oh, did you go- that's fine okay yeah. mm-hmm. and it was one of those two like yeah it was good um i enjoyed it it was fun but it was very heavy-handed yeah mm-hmm. on the social satire yeah uh but what it did different instead of it being uh heavy-handed against conservatives it was actually heavy-handed against liberals which i yeah. thought was yeah. like a <laughs> yeah. really good fun twist mm-hmm. uh that needed to happen right right because you know yeah you can agree with one or the other but but both sides kind of need their fair share and mm-hmm. both yeah. sides do take themselves too seriously mm-hmm. right and what can, so, and when yeah. you have like the extreme sides they both kind of just eat each other the lines you know yeah, what the i mean line, yeah. right yeah <laughs> yes his own tail. so and then that's the thing too right like there's in my opinion there there was no really political agenda with with the menu mm-hmm. yeah it, it was just a a good movie um and whatever meaning you wanted to take away from it it was there like if you wanted to look at it as a um be happy with what you have mm-hmm. yeah that that meaning's there uh if you want a uh eat the rich mentality yeah it's there too mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's just kind of uh it was cool man it's just a it's just a good movie 
Look at that. And he already yeah. answered my last question. Well, and that's the thing that's like, <laughs> I, it has that ability. I think with this movie, it's just that there's a lot of things that someone could find some sort of relating. Mm-hmm. Like you said, to. like customer service. Yeah. I didn't even relate any of that to customer service before until you said it. And then now, yeah, it makes total sense. I get it. See? See? Yeah. There you go. Turning, turning people one, one hour well, at a time. Chris. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, shit. I mean, and the thing is, like, this movie just came out, so I can't imagine really a remake or reimagining. Oh, I would. Of this. Yeah, yeah. If, if there you was a sequel, that nothing would do well. Right? I don't think like, so either. It would be hard. I feel like we already said yeah. what we needed to say. I think so too. <laughs> this movie, yeah. you know, we don't need like you know, chef this, in Hawaii or something. Chef you know? in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, because th- this movie's kind of like lightning in a bottle, right? If you try to yeah. recreate it, or if you make the menu too, right, where it happens in Hawaii, like you said. Or better yet, make it way more crazy and say the restaurant is in Antarctica. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, and, and again, like, how do you recreate this mm-hmm. without trying to delve it into another extreme, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, without making it into a wild slasher, then you know, right. without making it into like we like you know, kind of like what the trailer made me think a, a cannibalistic movie, right? Because if it was a cannibalistic movie, it would have lost all of its meaning. Yeah, and would sure. have just been distracted by the gross. Yeah. So yeah, again, um, I, would, I, yeah, I, it wouldn't in, have the in, same meaning yeah. as this one. There's no question. Yeah, I, I can't see, I can't see a prequel. I can't see a sequel. This movie just worked perfect within itself. Same, I agree. Yeah, I, it, it said everything it needed to say in this mm-hmm. one. Yep, hundred percent. All right, well, that's the menu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our courses. Uh, courses. Uh, we <laughs> I think we gave a lot of food for thought. Ooh. <laughs> Look at you, uh, keeper. Thank you. Yeah. I'm on it today. Uh, huh? Yeah, you did. Cha-ching. Um, uh, so, um, Will, one more time. Uh, tell Will, us, you uh, called him Will. Oh, sorry. Where's Will? I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I, I we was, miss him, I miss, we I miss Will. Will. I miss Will here. Sorry. Alan, William, can my you dear. Uh, <laughs> William, do you care? <laughs> yeah, you Are you there, William? Better, it's me, better. Chad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're conduct a seance and scare him up. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah, but the Barbara Streisand thing. I have a question I'm going to text you uh, at some point later. It's okay. an interesting question. But anyway, okay. uh, Alan. Yes. I right this time, Alan. Yes, I did. Um, uh, one more time. Tell us uh, what you got going on, uh, where they can find it, and where they can find you. And where on they the can socials. find you on the yeah. uh, the interwebs. Yeah. So again, my name's Alan Dunford. Um, we we currently have Grandma Chainsaw Number Two running, uh, and we would love for you guys to check it out. Just because we just like the menu, we had fun creating it, right? <laughs> um, and we think that it's a good product to consume. Uh, 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 um, so but yeah you can find me on twitter at chaps of fury uh you can our our sub stack is a really good way to follow us and that is uh the top hat studios.substack.com as well as just following us on kickstarter you can search pocus hocus grandma chainsaw we're the only people stupid enough to name any of our projects that uh (laughs) but but as far as what's coming up in the future um the next campaign we're launching after grandma chainsaw is actually horus and hell number one love it i love horus i'm following him straight through hell yeah uh, (laughs) and horus and hell is a uh 
it's a companion piece to Pocus Hocus, but you don't need to read Pocus to understand what's going on because uh, yeah. we have like kind of like an eight-page mini catch-up for mm. it, and it just mm -hmm. it makes enough sense. It's kind of like the menu, right? We give you enough information, and if you want to do a deeper dive later and see some of his other ventures, you, you can pick up Pocus and, and check that out. Nice. Um, but it's going to be illustrated by Kit Wallace and uh, written by Will and myself, lettered by Dave Lentz. And then after that, of course, we, we're going to be getting back into more Grandma Chainsaw and Pocus Hocus number six. Wow. So, um, yeah, we, we kind of are busy. I yeah. love it for you. We, you yeah, we have a quick. full we have a full plate on our hands. Right now. <laughs> um, but oh, my yeah. cups runneth over. <laughs> you dirty girl. Um, but, and then aside from doing like, you know, a couple short stories, uh, we just released the Skinner through Roseblood Manor number two. Uh, which check it out because you get our, yeah you get our uh, our uh, cameos cameos yep. yeah yeah they did surprise Chris yeah <laughs> but um but yeah and like always uh, thank you guys so much for for having me I I can't wait uh to to come back and I do want to go ahead and say this to all the listeners um I I had the privilege of meeting these guys uh, whenever I was making a trip to Charlotte and they are even more amazing off the podcast oh, and they are on the podcast so uh you are listening to genuine people Aww. if you in case you guys ever needed to know oh well, i appreciate that, that. Yeah. that's thank really you. nice except for Josh, alan, alan's an okay person too yeah <laughs> well thank you thank you i appreciate it yeah not a my heart is full yeah <laughs> your heart runneth over or maybe a little clogged maybe yeah, there you go <laughs> It's all that, uh, all the high fat stuff in the the, the food, but uh, it's all the sweetness. It's all the sweetness. <laughs> um, that'll be your glucose, dear. Uh, um, uh, so, Chris, yes, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, for anyone who wants to be my friend outside of the podcast universe, here, I guess you can find me on Twitter at CBC Monkey. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Xtofer of Oz. I'm also on Letterboxd, in which you can go through Chad or Josh's Letterbox, and you guys can link me up through there. Hey, I'm keeping the brand alive on that one. Um, and then, Chad, can you tell people where they can find you and also where they can find more episodes or past episodes of your next favorite movie podcast? Uh, yeah, so you can find me at uh well i'm not really on the web anymore i mean i'm on um what you would call it now um uh you're on letterbox I know i'm on letterbox yes that's what i'm saying yeah uh i'm on letter letterbox um and uh uh you can find me at um uh green screen grin there we go there we go, <laughs> there you, go. you got it you got it <laughs> uh, uh that's basically it for me if you want uh, more of the podcast uh, information. Uh, we have uh, links uh, in the descriptions, uh, the show descriptions. Um, but you can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram uh, I don't know if we're on the TikTok anymore. But anyway, all that stuff, your next favorite movie podcast or YNF Movie Pod, uh, you'll find all that stuff there. We have a link tree. I don't remember the address right off. It is l i n k t r dot e e slash uh, YNF Movie Pod. Uh, so you can go there. It has everything there. You can find the show on your preferred platform. So once again, Alan, thank you very much. This was a fun episode, and uh, we hope to do it again very soon. Right. And then one other yep. thing, Will, 
We miss you. Wish you were here to join this conversation. <laughs> but you better be here next time, dude. You better be here next and time. And then, sorry. Alan, uh, for all the comments you gave us, also thank you for all of those. And it was a pleasure meeting you in person as well. Yeah, this guy and, and Will, they're amazing guys too. Uh, definitely check out their work. I cannot highly recommend it enough. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for listening and uh, come back next time for another amazing or explosive episode of your next video. Have a good one.